<laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Not For Nothing podcast. We are live today from New York City. Happy to have my bestie Natasha back on the East Coast. Um, today we're going to kick things off by talking about our siblings, but going a little bit deeper than our siblings. I want to talk about the friends of our siblings and then their siblings. It's complicated. Very. There's kind of this like social pressure. Extreme social pressure. And sometimes it works out so beautifully. Like my sister has best friends who their siblings are some of my closest friends too. But then there's, I remember in my youth, so many like awkward interactions where you're like, cool, so our siblings are friends. So right. should we have a play date? Right. And then of course there's like your, your sibling's friend and then their hot brother. There's always a hot There's brother. There's always a hot brother. Who, who <laughs> is not just hot, but usually like has some sort of mental situation. Oh, like, I don't damaged. know. <laughs> I was going to say skateboarder, but I guess the two things are like equated. <laughs> not mutually exclusive. <laughs> All of those things are skateboarder, usually hot and usually mentally. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one of my very best friends that, and it's funny because I think that these relationships, like there's a fine line to the point where they become family friends. Yeah. Because my sister's best friend growing up in elementary school, they were best friends until middle school, went to separate schools. They kind of grew out of each other, yeah. you know? And then in high school, uh, she was in band with me. And then I became best friends with her. So and there was a cross-generational... Yes, a switch-off. A switch-off. Yeah, I inherited my, old, my sister's old best friend who they kind of outgrew each other. And then became my best friend, which is now like a forever sister family friend, you know? That's so interesting. I don't think that there's a, there are friends of my sister's, my <laughs> sibling's friend's sibling that I wasn't friends with when I was younger. And now as adults have become friends with them. Interesting. Which is really fun. But I don't think I have any, I'm like close-ish with my sister's friends, but I don't think I would uh, hang out with them without her. Well, I think... At, at you know who I would hang out with is my best friend's siblings without without your... them but I feel like only in the case of they've made it to family friend yeah and now I'm so close with the whole family that like I'm down to attend their family events yes if my friend can't make it that's you know? cute yeah like I've been on vacation like for example I've I've driven home from PA with like just her dad <laughs> you know what I mean yeah <laughs> so like I think that, yeah, it depends how close you get. But the then parents. the siblings. Yeah. We, we're talking about siblings of. But the parents are also interesting. In our yes. older age, I have not become friends, but I will see my friends' parents without my friends. Oh, that's that's interesting. Not on a regular basis. Yeah. But like we're not hitting each other up. But like, right. for example, when I was in L.A., like if any time my friends' parents were in town mm -hmm. like they would see me which was kind of funky because i was like i don't I that's mean, a I special relationship parents, but that's like almost like a godparent relationship yeah it's kind of funny because you're like i guess i can tell you more than my own parents i do have a question is that friend an only child no wow okay that that's shocking to me but also very sweet and i feel like easier because they're just used to having multiple kids. Right. Like, <laughs> like what I'm just around. One of. Yeah, one of the one of the pack. Wow, love that. But so <clears throat> I can't say that I've had any like relationships with my siblings, friends, siblings though. My siblings, 
friends, siblings. Yeah. Like personal relationships? Yeah. Friendships. Have you garnered any friendships out of that? I think so. Yeah. Wait, so your sibling? Yeah, this is like where we started. So we're going full circle now. Okay. So your sibling. Yes. They're friends. Yes. Siblings. You're saying you are not friends with them. No, I can't think of a single person. No, I have a few. Really? Like, for example, my roommate in college was the little sister of my sister's best friend. No way. And is also now one of my best friends. But, like, we weren't that close when we were younger. Wow. And then in college, we were, like, independent from our sisters and got to, like, re-meet again as just individuals. Right. And really enjoyed each other's company. Wow, I'm surprised. Minus the pressure of like our, our sisters being like so tight. Yeah. Wow. So I it like happens. That. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense I'm because that out. if you trust your sibling. Yeah, which I do you know, with all my heart. I trust my sister. So I'm like, yeah, your friends would be good people. So hopefully their siblings would be good people. Right. Yeah, I love that. I'm actually, you know, I'm looking at my sister's friends right now and I'm like, I'm ready for some new friends in my circle. <clears throat> bring them on i'm about to do like a friend speed dating with my poach i'm poaching yeah. actively i'm willing to let my sister poach too and my sister does too like she's friends with some of my friends and like we'll text them and stuff like that like it's nice to have that separation that little removal of yeah. you know this they know each other but it's not someone you would hang out with on a regular basis yes you know like you wouldn't mix your friends with your family that often no but if your siblings are hanging out with each other We'll That's a whole new friend group. Yeah. You know, and they can have their separate secrets and chats. Yeah, that's where it gets funny is like when I hang out with my sister and her friends. Yeah. And then sometimes we're the younger siblings there mm-hmm. and they don't want us even in our like adulthood 30s. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're like, no, don't say it in front of my sister. <laughs> and I'm like, Sarah, like, I know what you're up to. Right. Exactly. There's no more secrets. I know you've adult. kissed a boy before. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Um, okay. Another thing I wanted to talk about unrelated is silk pillowcases. Yeah. So I had to get a haircut a few days ago. And I'm I, proud of you. I had to. Like it was at yeah. the point I was walking around like a, a rat. A yeah. rat. When was, how long did you wait in between? I'm not going to lie. I've been getting regular trims, but it's so, just. So good. Thank you. You're so adult. But my trims are like truly a half an inch and my hair grows an inch a month. Wow. Yeah, no, I go like once a year maybe and it's really? like uh, so much dead that they end up having to cut so much. Because I don't want the big chop. Yeah, exactly. That's like I'm avoiding the big chop by getting regular trims. I know. I mean, that's what they say to do. I and just... I never thought I thought it was like a rumor. Me too. You know, I but thought, it's not. I was like, what a great way to make money. Exactly. Tell me that I need to come back frequently. <laughs> the good thing is I'm already going back frequently because my gray hair is so out of control. <laughs> so... Anyway, back to the original topic. Yes. Silk pillowcases, like they'll say, you know, get a silk pillowcase. It'll prevent breakage. But I have a PSA. Okay. Silk pillowcases are not for sweaty sleepers. They're not. I would I would accept that. Mostly because it brings back to my favorite topic, which is how many times a week are you Changing washing? Your yeah. Right. I don't know how actually how you wash silk. How do you even dry silk? I think it's dry clean only. No so here's way. here's the follow up. I think a lot of silk pillowcases are actually satin. Yes. Well, <laughs> satin is like which is worse. Polyester, yeah. right? Like and that like if synthetic I were synthetic fabric. That I don't know. 
if others have experienced this, but wearing satin and sweating, it's right. like it's, it's the worst smell. It's swamp ass on your head. And we were just talking about this earlier before we started recording, but like this East Coast humidity is really making me re-break out all over again. It's year round. And I've been it's having to wash my pillowcases like, no, still once a week. <laughs> I'm like, that's still already Come on. a lot. More than once a week is like just OCD. Exactly. No, then exactly. it becomes warning. Obviously, if I got sick or something, I would do it more, but I'm still at once a week. Exactly. Once a week is more than enough. I would more say. More than enough. Because you flip it a few nights. You, you know? do. You do. But, but I really, silk. I want to get into the silk pillowcase. I understand that it, it, I didn't know that it was for breakage. I thought it was more for like frizz. I guess it also could be for frizz. Like if you have your hair done and you want to yeah, wake up with it done. That's but my biggest issue. Let me tell you, it would be a big issue for that because I would wake up the next day having sweated my hair out. That's, that's what happens to me every morning. <laughs> exactly. Like, Imagine it blown so. out. Give me like until tomorrow morning i'll wake up and there's gonna be like a curl here a curl there a hundred percent curls everywhere sometimes i hate this is kind of disgusting but like sometimes when i straighten my hair like the way it, my hair is blown out right now but sometimes if i straighten my hair i'll wake up when it looks like this and it's almost like a blessing because <laughs> i'm like i didn't sweat too much I'm that like, means hype. i got the beachy waves yeah. <laughs> for free that's what i used to do in high school <laughs> I used to straighten my hair at night because I liked the way it looked in the morning. You got a free wave out of it. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I say no to silk pillowcases. Even a few years ago, I <laughs> went to the hair salon and she was like, are you realizing that half of your hair is not growing and the other half is? And I was like, I didn't realize it. But now that you mention it, there's like a dramatic difference. It was like down here versus up here. It's crazy. And she's like, yeah, like, you're obviously sleeping on that side. And I was like, wow, there, there must be so much breakage Whoa. from me sleeping on that side that I do need a silk pillowcase. My sister gifted me one for Christmas one year. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't celebrate Christmas, for but she's trying to make fetch happen. The winter holidays. <laughs> exactly. For solstice. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, I, I just... I used it once and I can't say I know where it went after that. Like, I can't say that I washed it. I can't say that I threw it out. It just disappeared from it's humanity. It's probably like on Gemini stuff. No, no, no. It's like, this was like houses ago. Like oh, many apartments many ago. Many apartments ago. And I'm like, it's it's just gone. It didn't travel with you. I didn't need it. I don't want it. And I'm sorry if it was expensive. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a hypoallergenic type. I don't know. I I really, I understand how it works. I just unfortunately don't think that for the amount that I sweat during my sleep, that it'll work. It's impractical. It does more harm than good. But I do want to start looking into, and I mostly do buy these kinds of sheets, the like crispy ones so that it's like more cooling. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. I kind of want that. Yeah, that's what I have. But I also want to look into like the cooling pillows. I have used a cooling and pillow. Does it work? 100% it works. I think that mixed with a silk pillowcase could be an iconic combo. I guess they would balance each other out a little bit, but not enough, in my opinion. I The appeal of a cool pillow, I can't even tell you. You need one. I actually need one as well. I, I haven't had one recently, and I want one. I think, I think gonna, they have a Costco. I think our next step for hair, and this is what I, I've been deep into the bonnet TikTok. Really? But I think that's like the true way to protect your hair. 
I'm not willing to wear a bonnet to bed. I'm not. I just, I knowing me, I have a feeling I'm going to find on the other side of the room in the yep. morning. I have. I've done it before. I find all my clothes in the morning, like my pillows <laughs> there, my blanket. I'm like, I don't know what happened. I know. But I, I'm a different person. I'm like a werewolf at night. Like, I, <laughs> I might do it. I might like put a GoPro in my room and see like what happens. You're like literally being possessed every single night and you don't even know it. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but sometimes I'm like, my muscles are like sore i'm like i must have been doing some bicycles like in my night oh my god it's crazy have you been sleeping well at night no why i feel like since moving and stuff i'm like still in a new place and Mm -hmm. like i just i haven't been getting into like my flow correctly i've also in la was highly influenced by the workout girlies Mm -hmm. which i was so against for so long but let me tell you it Did makes, it put your sleep on, it makes on your schedule? Sleep so much better if you like do one of these like crazy hot yoga classes. Do you have a gym in your building? There's like a gym area. Okay. Which is like cool. a little like yeah. a bike or yeah. something in there. That's cool. And I, I've been going a few times, but it's hard to get motivated. Of course. But especially that, by yourself. Yeah. But that's so good for sleep. And I mm-hmm. just haven't been doing it. And I've been eating really late, which is just terrible. Yeah. And so I've just been going to bed at like three AM, which is crazy. Dude. Which, if anybody knew me in L.A., like, trying to reach me past 9 p.m. was impossible. That's so true. I'm actually very surprised to hear right. that. Like, I was always just asleep so early. Do you feel like you have, like, perma jet lag, too? Yeah. And I just think we're reaching a certain age where we have to be so functioning during the day and, like, mm-hmm. swallowing so much of our anxiety and stress that it's just um, coming out as, like, in- evening insomnia up on you at night. yeah it's like a night terror yeah which i i used to have that where it was really? like i could fall asleep really easily but i would have like nightmares all night i've been having so many nightmares at night are you eating so garlic many. uh yeah but i'm always eating garlic <laughs> like the, nothing's changed it's with like that the french wife old wives tale really that garlic gives you nightmares i think that i am developing a caffeine sensitivity i'll be honest with you it's embarrassing me too it's embarrassing and i also think it's age i'm like scared to think about it it. i'm gonna have to start drinking decaf because i love the taste well i've been drinking half calf how do you how do you order that half regular coffee half decaf and people like know that when you're ordering it yeah like you don't have to say half calf you can like go ahead and explain the whole thing and make it like super clear for them because um okay i did work (laughs) i worked at like i worked at an event space years ago when i was in college yeah and they were like, listen, if someone says decaf, give them decaf. If someone says coffee and we have nothing but decaf left, give them decaf. Because <laughs> you don't want to give someone a heart attack, but yeah. you can give someone who's asking for coffee a decaf and they won't fucking know. And the same way about weed, I do believe there's like a terp mm-hmm. aspect, like a coffee. Like sometimes I won't even have the full coffee, but just having the taste mm-hmm. kind of like jolts me and gives me like oh, a yeah. little serotonin. I agree. I do agree with you completely. Like I just need a little... Like your brain associates it with being caffeinated, exactly. being up. Like just 100%. give me like one or two sips and it'll it'll get me going a little bit. My new rules for coffee, and I'm having a coffee right now. Which I'm is so surprised. Same. It's only 1230 right now, noon, middle of the afternoon. I'm having a coffee and I probably will regret it. I know. That's why I didn't have one. I'm drinking iced tea, which is so surprising because we like, used why? to have maybe like four or five coffees a day. Exactly. And I also think it could be sensitivity like definitely nightmares i think are coming from me being wired on caffeine yeah i've slowed down a lot on weed 
yeah, I think those that combination huge the changes. slowing down on weed makes you so much more sensitive to caffeine. A hundred percent. Which is I've also been like slowing down on flour specifically just because like as I was saying, like I'm in a new place and I've just been feeling really paranoid. Yep. Just because I don't like know my neighbors. I don't yep. I don't even I was telling Sarah, like I get lost so much in my neighborhood just because I don't even know which street I'm going on and so I'm disoriented. And so I've just been slowing down on flour. Um and so I think the co- like the combination is just crazy. It's like, a lot to take on at once. It really is. It's the slow down and then the like also like let's to be frank, both are definitely habitual for us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So we're, even the comforts of being able to smoke or being able to just grab a coffee are so second nature to us yes. that changing that habit is like it's just throwing my body for a loop it's, for sure. It's so different. Like I'm having I feel like I'm a different person sometimes. Right? I'm like, this is... It's weird. Why am I so, like, aggressive in class? <laughs> exactly. Like, is this what it feels like to raw dog life? Like, for real? <laughs> like, I love those TikToks that are like, I just realized my partner, like, doesn't smoke, doesn't drink coffee, and is just raw dogging life. And I'm like... Crazy. That's absolutely nuts. Because Isn't I'm it? on, like, pharmaceuticals and medicinals. Right, and, and herbals. Like, <laughs> I'm on all of the things. It's freaking crazy. Um, okay, let's see. I wanted to also discuss, oh, this is a great weed topic that was brought in from one of our oh. good friends and listeners. Why don't you kick it off? Alyssa has the best She's topics. The best. We've been having, so like in my quest to reintroduce flour into my life, because mm-hmm. I do really enjoy it. Of course. And Who I doesn't? Think, yeah. I mean, some people, but. Unfortunate. I think it's really about like the set and setting. Mm-hmm. And so I've been going on these like walks at night, which is a, I'm trying to get my steps in. Mm-hmm. So good for like, you. So it's like good. It's like I'm trying to move my body. And so I've been having these like long phone calls with her at night like mm-hmm. while I'm on these walks. And she was asking me this question because she went to a sesh the other day and felt that she offended the cultivators or trappers because who knows if they were really cultivators. <laughs> and they were showing her some like, I forget what they were calling it, like some yuzu bullshit. And she was like, so this is just uh, another runs, right? And they apparently got so offended. And so she was asking me how to not sound like an asshole if you're asking if it's just another lemon cherry gelato. I do have a good answer for that. And I've used this with people who I'm very comfortable with. Yes. Especially like, and I do think that that's one of the exceptions here. Um, I'm using it with people who I'm comfortable shopping with, but also who understand that I'm an educated shopper. Yes. I say, instead of just calling it runts or lemon cherry gelato, I'm saying like, be honest with me. Is this just sweet? You know, is there like, Mm. is there like, I start talking about the actual flavor profile. Yeah. Where I'm like, is this just ultra sweet? Is there anything like exciting about this like terpene profile that I'll be able to pick out? You know, like, is there any citrus in this? You know, like, and sometimes by your eyes, you'll be able to tell. Usually if it's green with like a little bit of purple and like frosty, dense nugs, like yeah. runts. Um, but not always. No, sometimes it's just similar or it could just be like a gelato citrus. Yeah. But again, like, I'm not looking for that anymore. No, and I exactly. think that's what she means. I think it's about. Is it overwhelmingly sweet? Is there anything exciting that I haven't tried recently that I'm going to get out of this? It's that combo of sweet and citrusy. Yes. Which 
is objectively and that's what i was telling her i was like it's crazy that people really get offended because it's objectively a great string Mm -hmm. like there's a reason people love it yeah there's a reason there's a demand for it it's a great baseline Mm -hmm. um but if you're presenting as something new and exciting like i want something new and exciting and if you're just renaming a strain shame on you yeah and if you're getting offended by the way i'm asking especially because i'm a woman asking Mm -hmm. um it's a good sign to be like maybe i won't purchase your renamed runs yep on the bright side i do want to talk about an exciting strain one of my friends mike is growing in jersey small batch jersey grown love that i am hoping he sticks with this name he is doing a cross between sour diesel and cold snap classic crazy i love cold snap it's super menthol-y and as the, I was like, oh, I love this shit. I'm like, it's going to taste like a fucking Newport. He goes, maybe I should call the strain Newport 100. And I think he should. I think what do you guys fun. think? I think that would be a lot of fun. I think that would be really fun. I think New York, New Jersey, I think the tri-state area yeah. is ready for Newport 100. And and I love the sour diesel. Same. It usually gives me a little bit of a headache, to be honest. Yeah, that's why I'm excited to see what it would be like mixed with the cold stuff. Yes. And it's bizarre, right? Because you know how peppermint oil is supposed to help with migraines? Yeah. So I wonder if like the terps in the cold snap will literally balance it out. So I'm very excited to see what he comes up with. Um, But I think moral of the story is that if anybody seems offended or weirded out by you asking questions about the lineage, Mm -hmm. walk away. And the answer probably is that they don't know. And that's the worst part. If it they could be don't a random know, clone, a random bag seed. If they don't know, then that's that's like a big red flag. Mm-hmm. But I've also been in the situation where like I'm at a dispensary or something and the bud tender will say, yeah, it is just another cross. Yeah. And I appreciate the honesty and it doesn't automatically mean I don't want it. Right. Because I do love a runs. And help me find something that I do want. Like I am still willing to spend good money here. Exactly. I just want to... I just don't want to be lied to. Exactly. I love that. And I think there should be more transparency in, like, talking about what your crosses are. Agreed. This whole era of the secret crosses and the specific custom names and stuff, it's boring, it's old, and it feels like a lie. At the end of the day, I think people are just not that great at pheno hunting when they think that they are. Hate to say yeah. it, hate to be that person, but not everyone has the nose and the palate to be a really great pheno hunter. No, and people who are cosplaying as such are more annoying. Very, very annoying. Like this is a topic for another uh, episode, but especially when like celebrities are like <laughs> presenting as like doing pheno hunting, I'm like, you're really not. You're smelling and tasting what a distro has on hand. Yep. Very disturbing. And it's, you're not, you're not pheno hunting. And it's honestly a disservice and like disgrace to the people who like in history have literally committed so many felonies to like bring seeds back from different places yep. outside of the United States. Yep. yep. In order to like like even Frenchie Cannoli. Yes. RIP. Shout out Frenchie. Yep. But like mm-hmm. he literally could have gone to jail for his whole life if yeah. anything were ever to happen and he like brought hash to the u.s like mm-hmm. not alone but like in yeah. part and like really did an effort on educating and stuff like that versus some of these boys are just like 
yeah, I'm flipping this pound. Let's just call it random bag yuzu, seed, whatever. Exactly, Which, whatever's a trend. Not, oh my god! Not to there is a actual good yuzu strains out there. It's no, there true. are. Um, it's just what a lot was of the one that we liked? Like, the yuzu we liked was um, was it Ted's buds? Which it, I'm not. Gonna I don't like. actually think it was Ted's buds. It was um. Shit, I can't remember. Dub's Garden. Dub's Garden. Dub's Garden. I like that user. Yeah, they I thought generally that have good stuff. It was actually there was a savory yeah taste to it. It wasn't a lemon. It was exactly a yuzu. exactly. So, but yeah. now I'm seeing yuzu used as just another way of another word of lemon cherry. Controversial opinion. Well, maybe not controversial. Actually, I think this is going to be the new wave. Speaking of yuzu, and speaking of using. Oh, I can't wait for this topic. Using Asian names. Oh my god. To name things, okay? The, the hentai, the all okay, of this no. stuff is just I want to talk about pet names. Oh, pet names. If I see another sushi, another dog named Sushi, <gasps> if I see another dog named Mochi, if I see another dog named I don't know, God Suki. fucking knows what. Have you been seeing this? I haven't seen a Suki. There's all this talk about how, like, Suki Waterhouse and stuff like that are just... Like, what the fuck is going on? Can you stop just, like, literally borrowing from a culture that's not yours? Yeah, and it's Like, it's no shade if you so have, like... prevalent in weed. Boba. So like, many. Like, what? I actually, I know a Boba dog. Like, enough. Enough is enough. I also do know a Mochi dog. Me too. I mean, not personally, but, like... Like a lot, there's a lot of them. Like, we there's don't text, but <laughs> <laughs> but, I've, but I I've pet here there. <laughs> I've met them, <laughs> and that you know, no shade to anyone. Just like just rethink, rethink it for your next pet. Like rethink it's also it. Just like if it's yeah, there needs to be a reevaluation of the cultural appropriation happening in this country all around. Like, what made you name your dog that? You know, literally, like, like literally, give me literally one reason what's your sister's dog name again panko yeah i thought that it's, one was so funny that's because like one of the of, most unique names ever i'll be honest like a, he's a he's a toy poodle and he looks like breading he's <laughs> literally like ginger so he's orange and literally looks like a piece of fried chicken it's so funny <laughs> like, so panko breadcrumbs you know he's I a love that. panko <laughs> it's a good name but that like literally makes sense you know what i'm saying like Give me a good reason why your dog is named that, and I'm not going to bother you. But also, why are Ube? Any, like, oh like, come on, bro. But also, why are any of these... Like, if you were to go to a sesh today, yeah, you would find at least five or six bags that are with 100%. Japanese writing. 100%. And Japanese iconography that have uh, also, nothing to do. Like, And then you'll meet their team. And they're either white like white boys from Colorado or of a different culture that is not at all from Asia. At all. Meanwhile, As a matter of fact. Is weed even legal in Japan? Correct. It's I, not. I don't think and so. And it's extremely it's, expensive. Yeah. Like it's not anywhere near like liberalization. Right. If you walk into an imported Asian candy store, you will see nothing but what you think is Mylar bags. Yeah. That's the But it's part. actually... Just Asian candy where someone has completely ripped off the bag and just put their logo on it or I put their name on it. I think that that's what they're doing. They're no, just, that is 100% they're what they're to doing. They're going to like Daiso or some shit and yep. they're just like, oh, cool. I like this bag. Let me remake it for weed. Yep. Nothing. Knowing nothing about the history of the candy, the founder, anything. 
they're just literally taking it and biting off of it. It's actually crazy. And it is so unoriginal. And we are ready to see more innovation in 2024. And like a lot of the kind of manga type iconography and design is specifically uh, targeting children, which is yep. equally as disturbing. It doesn't mean that you're making like a sexual type drawing, right. that it's not based in child cartoon. Exactly. And that just it that annoys me as much as cultural appropriation. I mean, no, cultural appropriation more, but like the fact that yeah, this combination still you shouldn't be marketing towards children, of, like, especially sexually, especially like with weed. You know. These bags need, and I don't think that it needs to go to the extreme as like Canada or stuff like that, where it's just like these green or black mylar bags with like a label. Yeah, no, that's corny too. That's like a little sad. But I, I just want to see more creativity. Yeah. Like, like do something that's not problematic. And I'll be really excited about your brand. And then, like, tell me what the cross is. Okay, so the, <laughs> so the, the requirements are not problematic. Right. Quality. Mm -hmm. And don't lie to me about the cross. Correct. Why is that so? I don't think I'm that demanding. People are incompetent. It's like, it's. We need new people in weed. It's ready for, we're ready for the next gen. Yeah, I really think that. I, and 100%. I, and we need a, a refresher. Really, there's a issue where I feel like the current industry and community of activists and stuff like that haven't really brought in the Gen Zs yep. as much. And like Gen Zs are just like, you know, they still consume, mm -hmm. but it's more of like this uneducated consumption. Yeah, Benjamins. The Benjamins, which reminds me of like 2016, 2015 mm -hmm. era where we were just like getting random cards shipped from California. I'll be honest with you. It's actually crazy to think about how like our demographic was like the first i had an e-cig in high school you know what i'm saying like i had the first version i had a blue oh my god i was gonna say i had yeah. a blue too i not in high school but in college my sorority made me get an e-cig because they said i couldn't smell like cigarettes during recruitment rude and i was like i don't think you realize the level of my addiction <laughs> you're like i do have an oral fixation so it's gonna happen one way or another and trust me if this uh puts me out of recruitment that's great <laughs> you're like i would not like to be a part of this <laughs> that's okay too but that's uh, funny the blue where it was just like literally a, a yeah where you like twist it on mm -hmm. you have to buy the cartridges i literally had it in high school and like the og um like they would look like a dab pen now but it's like the ones that you're filling with oh, like i juice. had those yeah i had that as well like with literally with the cotton wick mm -hmm. crazy i was so, like literally with gloves in my parents' bathroom, like assembling carts. Yes, a hundred percent. I remember sitting clip. in the back of the band room, filling it up because that was the only place that I could have like privacy to do it. Yeah, it's crazy. So, as somebody who came from that generation, and I'm not really like a vape smoker, as you like hit your vape. <laughs> Gen Z, like that is truly the ge the jewel generation. They are, I feel like they're more the elf bar generation. Well, they've converted. You they've know what converted. I'm saying? Like they took that and really ran with it. For some yeah. reason, like I should have been a huge victim to that. And I'm not. I don't know why. Like I don't vape. I don't elf bar. None of that. Yeah. But everybody around me does. It's crazy. The, it's actually crazy. People who are not smokers do it. And that's what makes me the most mad is when I see people who were so anti-cigarettes, which in a way is very good, and they were so like strong during our younger years, and now they're just like continuously Chronically. hitting. And I'm like, what is this? You were so good. You were so good. And it's people- I was, We were a lost cause, you know? Like, You know what I've heard too? People who vape and then they try to quit, 
They'll even go to like, even if they're not addicted to the nicotine, they'll miss the flavor. That's crazy because I only vape not flavored. Right. I so they'll miss the flavor. Flavor makes me nauseous. And then they go and buy elf bars that are non-nicotine. I've seen that. Which you know what? I'm trying to get all my friends on that at least to like get off nicotine. But it's just so funny because I'm like, wow, you're really just like. This is just habitual for you. You can't stop. Anyway, don't do that. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Not For Nothing. You can see us every Tuesday wherever you watch or stream your favorite podcasts. I'm Sarah. You can follow me at How Can I Help You. And I'm Natasha, and you can follow me at Natasha PRZ or Pussyweed. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.